Hello and welcome to episode 163 of Navigating the Modern World. I'm Kimberly Johnson, I am your host, and I am so grateful that each and every one of you are here taking your precious time and spending your precious moments in life with me. Thank you so much. Um, I have been thinking a lot about redirecting our attention. So this all kind of started by I sometimes try and make music. <laughs> um, I do make music, you know, I'm very new to it. So I'm not new to singing per se, but I'm very new to like actually making music and creating music. And I was reading a Buddhist book that I really love. And one of the first lines of a chapter was don't let your mind follow moods. And my, the singer in me like literally just started going, don't let your mind follow moods. You can control where your mind goes. Don't let your mind follow moods. You can control where your mind goes. Don't let your mind follow moods. You can control where your mind goes. And then it just kind of, I did that for a really long time. And I added some beats on top of it. And it's just, you know, it became kind of super fun. And then I, I kind of became obsessed with that phrase, hi kitten, um, I kind of became obsessed with this phrase of don't let your mind follow moods. Well, it began to kind of permeate everything of like, don't let your mind just follow any train of thought. And, you know, when we study the mind, honestly, if you've spent any time with your mind, just watching your mind or observing your mind or just even just living and breathing we all can like agree that the mind is kind of a wild beast it is everywhere it goes everywhere you'll be like thinking about dinner that you had last night and how great it was and then the next thought is like oh man I have to do that proposal for work and then the next thought is why did that person at work say that thing to me and then it you know it's just like it literally is like a tennis court or you know how it is very famously described as like you know a monkey jumping from limb to limb to limb to limb the mind is just kind of like monkey mind. It's like everywhere. And often it doesn't even make sense. Like if you actually pay attention to it, there's no like rhyme or reason that the mind kind of hops from one thing to another. There probably is deep within our psyche if we actually sat long enough and observed. Um, but for the most part, it seems pretty random. And so I've been like kind of contemplating this this thing of like don't let your mind follow moods that has like began this whole contemplation of don't let your mind follow anything. Know where your mind is at at each time, at each moment and you know bring yourself back to the reality of this moment that this is going to change and evolve with time. And I've been really getting practice with this at my current 
job. Um, I have one of my best friends. I just, so I just moved and one of my best friends lives here and her and I have been spending a lot of time together and something that I'm noticing and I noticed this with myself and I noticed this with my partner. I noticed this with like all the people that I'm close to is that having confidence is really challenging. Having kind of consistent confidence. It's like the mind, it kind of does these things where it, it loves to kind of harp on or continue to ruminate on negative things the things that we think that we're doing wrong, the things that we think we are not good at, the things that um, we said that we didn't mean to say, the ways that we acted that weren't skillful, right? It's just like they kind of just like go around and around and around in our brain. And often I think that the brain does this as a way to protect itself. Like, okay, if I like think about this enough, I'm going to change my behavior. But often it's kind of... In psychology, it can be often called the vicious cycle where actually it creates the same negative behavior again. So if you actually harp on or um, continuously think about something negative that you did or something negative going on, that actually that it actually creates more negativity in your brain and more negativity in your emotions, which then has you act out more negatively or see the world more negatively. And it kind of creates this like vicious cycle. And so what I've been noticing is how important it is to be able to redirect your attention and to be able to do it in a split second without following the mental, the mind games. So, you know, the don't let your mind follow moods. Okay, well, I have moods. I'm I'm like, I would probably say that I'm like a, I don't know if there was a scale of moodiness. Like I definitely live like in the middle or more on the moody side. And... I have always been this way, you know, I've always felt intensely and that feeling intensely also creates the changing of my moods. So like somebody can say something to me and I feel it and then it can change my mood to where I begin questioning myself or I feel bad about myself or I feel bad about that person or I worry about what that person was thinking and I can I can often have these kind of mood swings and then something really positive will happen and I'll have like a burst of like excitement and happiness and then I'll have like a low period of the day, right? Like I kind of can have this like swinging effect. And imagine what it would be like as me, this is how I was in my early 20s, if I just followed all of those moods. So if somebody said something to me and maybe it was like, I don't know, sarcastic or something, and it kind of hurt my feelings. And then I got in my head and I just cycled it through. Like, why did they say that? Like, what do they mean by that? Like, what are they trying to tell me? Like, am I a bad person? Blah, 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 right, right? Like the cycle that is the natural tendency of the mind. And if we follow that and we believe in that and we go down the rabbit hole of that, it leads us to these dark places that are actually super hard to get out of. They're really hard to get out of. And it's very, very important 
that you can redirect your mind the second that you notice yourself going down a rabbit hole. So the rabbit hole could be the rabbit hole of a mood. I'm all of a sudden frustrated and I'm going down the rabbit hole of that frustration, right? It can also be a thought or a story going on in your head about yourself. Like, am I good at this job? Am I even doing good? It could be a thought train about another person. Is that person mad at me? That's like one that I have all the time. Like, is that person mad at me? Did I do something wrong? Is something wrong? Right? This kind of rabbit hole. And what I have found is every time I go down the rabbit hole or I let myself go down the rabbit hole, it's almost like letting a dam of water go like shoot through that neuro pathway in your brain. Like every time you allow yourself and you don't catch yourself, you know, in the path of following whatever kind of negative mind state that has arisen. And this can be a positive mind state too, I want to say. It's not just negative. Negative tends to affect us more, but I actually think positive really affects us as well. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit in a you know, later. But if we let ourselves go down these rabbit holes, then we're actually digging ourselves deeper into the trench of that patterning. So if you have a pattern of questioning yourself or feeling like you're not good enough, and every time you allow yourself to go down that long rabbit hole of thinking that you're not good enough and worrying if you're going to get fired from your job and worrying if you're doing everything correct, like incorrectly or correctly, it's like, you are allowing that ditch to get deeper and the deeper and deeper that ditch that ditch gets, the more that you entertain those ideas, the more that you um, let yourself kind of ruminate in these thought patterns, the deeper it gets and the harder, the more we have to work to get ourselves out of them. And so I've been thinking a lot about this because I can see my mind. I think anytime we have change, anytime there's a transition, I can see my mind really like in probably habitually going down certain patterns. And one of the main ones is like, is somebody mad at me? Did I do something? Like somebody will be in a mood at work and I will automatically think that it's because of me, something I did. Are they mad at me? And what I've been doing is I've been practicing redirection. So, you know, redirection, in my opinion, I think it's super healthy to have like a few places that you redirect your mind. And for me, one place I redirect my mind is my breath. Why? Because it's always there. It's always with me. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I always have the capability to redirect myself to my breathing. So what I do is I give my mind a job. I give my mind a healthy job instead of letting the mind do what it wants to do, which is like ruminate and go down crazy spirals. That's what the brain wants to do. The brain kind of likes drama because like the brain thinks that it's like its job is to figure everything out and keep you safe all the time. And the truth is, is that it just can't do that. You can't figure out all the time if a person is mad at you. Like people are more complex than that. If something occurs, it's very rare that a person is like mad at you that that's what caused it. It's like maybe their spouse and them had a fight and then they came to work and somebody else said something and then what you said just also compiled it, right? It's like way more complex than the mind makes it out to be. The mind is like, oh no, they hate me. 
And the mind does that for very good reason. It's trying to protect us. It's trying to have us understand why the world is working the way it is. So if somebody is acting upset, the mind automatically is like, oh, it's because of me. And what can I do to protect myself? And that's like all well, you know, it's fine. That's what the brain does. But if you don't know that that's what the brain is doing all the time, then you can just be swept up by any current that comes. Like, I imagine the mind kind of like an ocean. Or you could imagine it like the sky. And there are storms that come in the sky, right? And they create big clouds, they create darkness, they create lightning, they create tornadoes, they create whatever it is. Same with the ocean. Storms come to the ocean and they create huge waves. Um, They create currents. They create um, cycles. They create, you know, it's just like all these things, you know, hurricanes. Um, And so we have a few options. We can know the mind, which is to know that the mind has a tendency to kind of think negatively and to ponder on the negative for protection and know that it's not wrong or bad. And we can also know that we can train the mind to be redirected to something that is more helpful. So actually, it is more helpful for us to concentrate on our breath than it is for us to concentrate on whether our boss is mad at us. And the reason that that is, is because the breath is just what's occurring in the present moment. You can actually observe it. It's real. It's tangible. You can feel it in the body. It brings you back into your physical senses right? It's like what's happening right here, right now. I can like almost, I can see it. I can sense it. It's here. When the mind is going on these tangents, nothing is actually occurring. Often we're like worried about something that has happened in the past, or we're worried about something that's happening in the future. And, you know, as I've said on this podcast a million times that I, you know, this phrase that I've heard in the Buddhist community, when your mind is not in the present moment, but it's in the past or the future, There is a ghost running your body. You are not actually embodied. You are not actually here right now in your life experience. You're somewhere else. The mind has taken you away. And that's okay. That's what the mind does. And when we're away, we often miss the goodness in the things that are happening right now. Pretty much all the time whenever I'm noticing, like I'm noticing that I'm having some sort of, you know, anxiety or physical experience that's like attached to my mind just going down these these rough roads and I choose to redirect my attention, for the first few minutes of it, it can feel pretty rough because my mind, my mind wants to pull back to that thought pattern. It wants to pull back to trying to figure it all out. It wants to pull back to trying to be safe. And so to get my mind to actually steady on the breath can sometimes be very challenging. And so if it's challenging, you know, there's, there are some other ways that I redirect my attention. I will go on a walk and I'll notice my feet. I'll be like left, right, left, right, left, right. Um, I often will sing. 
So I'll put on a song I love or I'll pick up my ukulele and play some music or even this phrase, which is, you know, part of why I'm bringing it to this podcast because I want you to steal it. Go steal it. If you notice your mind following moods or if you notice your mind following thoughts or if you notice your mind following storylines that aren't helpful for you, you can just say, don't let your mind follow moods. You can control where your mind goes. Don't let your mind follow thoughts. You can control where your mind goes. Don't let your mind follow stories. You can control where your mind goes. Right? You can make it whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. But it redirects your attention. And I will sing that song all the time. I will be actually in my car. It's funny how quickly your mind can get frustrated while you're driving. I think driving is like such a good practice. So I'll notice that somebody does something on the road. Um, I'm driving quite a bit with this new work that I'm doing. And I'll notice that, you know, somebody will do something driving and I just like my mood shifts. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with people? Right. (laughs) And Right after I do it, I'm like, don't let my mind follow moons. I can control where my mind goes. Don't let your mind follow moons. Right. Um, And it just becomes like fun and playful. Like the redirecting of the brain is meant to be helpful. It's meant to help you focus on something that is more helpful. Like it is more helpful to be playful and jokey and light and humorous than it is to cling so tightly to this person did this wrong or um, this person is mad at me and I have to figure out why and you know like none of that is even helpful even if the person is mad at you you doing that is not going to make them not mad at you what's going to make them and help them not be mad at you is for you to keep your own mind right for you to be calm and collected and and reasonable. So then that way, if you do need to talk to someone, if you need to say, hey, did I do something? And they can be like, you know, yeah, you actually, when you said this, it hurt my feelings. That you can be like, oh, man, I am so sorry. I really hear where you're coming from. I really hear what you're saying. Instead of, you know, if you think somebody's mad at you, you're like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? What did I do? I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything. I didn't do anything, right? And I'm just totally like, literally mocking this off of my own conversations and then if the person said that you did something you're like wait but no I did that because this person did this it's like you become defensive of yourself and you're trying to prove something there's nothing ever to prove if a person is mad at you you know they're just mad at their own thoughts about what happened you can if we can keep our mind right if we can keep redirecting our mind to helpful things to more balanced things to um to just you know things that help us stay in our body and help us stay connected to the fact that this is all going to go away at some point and that none none of it is actually this big of a deal Nothing is actually big enough of a deal to freak out about. Like this is something I am learning over and over and over again in my life is like nothing is worth my peace. Nothing. Nothing is worth my peace. And I get to actually control my peace by learning this this habit of redirecting the mind to something that makes me more peaceful. 
something that allows me to stay in my physical experience and stay grounded and stay just logical. You know, when we're lost in our mind, we no longer are logical. We're like, oh, this person is mad at me because seven years ago I said this. It's like, okay. It's just not, it, it goes beyond logic anymore. It's like our brain just like goes down every single crevice of like why something could be wrong. And it's okay. It's kind of funny to think about. I laugh because... I don't know. It's like, it's just kind of silly. The mind is silly. It's like a very silly thing. Um, And we take it so seriously. It's like we are so strung out by our brains. We are so strung out by going down these thought patterns and rabbit holes that the brain wants to take us to because we don't have the skill of redirection. We don't have the skill of saying like, you know what, I'm going down a path that I don't really want to go down. I kind of feel crappy. I don't want to feel crappy. Okay, what can I do? And, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm going to take 10 really, really, really deep breaths. Or it's like, okay, you know what, tonight I'm going to try to make it to a yoga class. Or it's like, you know what, tonight, like, I'm going to go and pick up some food for my family and make my dinner tonight easeful. Or you know what, tonight I'm going to get on the floor and I'm going to stretch for like 30 minutes right when I get home just to kind of like feel my body and relax. Or it's like, you know, okay, I can feel myself tightening up. I can feel myself frustrated. I can feel myself um, thinking all of these negative thoughts that I don't even know are true. Okay, no problem. Don't let your mind follow moves, right? Like doing something that helps you like bring yourself back. Something that brings yourself back to this physical moment, to the fact that everything's impermanent, even if a person is upset with you, that that's okay. It's going to change. The person's not going to be upset with you forever. And if they are upset with you forever, eventually we all die. (laughs) I say that jokingly, but it's like just true. It's, it's, It's the reality. It's true. It's like Nothing is forever. Everything comes and goes. Everything. And the way that you can help yourself is to really train your mind. One, notice when your mind is doing this pattern. Notice when your mind wants to latch onto things and can't let it go. I really, the more and more that I study Buddhism, the more and more that I recognize that it just is about being able to let go of whatever wants to keep you out of this moment. There's a lot of things that pull at our attention. And I am not perfect at this. Whoo-wee! Constant work in progress. And every time I allow myself to let go of something and bring my attention back, And bring it back in a light, kind of playful way. Man, do I feel better. Man, can I then move forward in a more intentional, more aligned way. 
And it takes a lot of practice because honestly, it happens like probably 50 times a day, <laughs> maybe a hundred times. I don't know. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. We're constantly being bombarded by stuff. And so it takes a lot of practice. And I think, you know, one way we can keep thinking about it is like wherever we let our mind go, that's, that's what is strengthened in our life. So if we let our mind go to negative thinking about ourselves or another, and then we talk negative about ourselves or about another, or we talk negative about our job, that is what is being strengthened in our mind and in our heart and in our life. And if we can keep, you know, noticing that the mind does that naturally, right, we're never going to be satisfied in this life, partially because everything is always changing. And nothing is always like stable and happy forever. That's the reason that even thinking about positive things or thinking about the things that make us happy is also kind of a dangerous place to go, like um, ruminating on all the positive, you know, there's definitely like, I would rather somebody ruminate on positive than negative, but I also, there is negative to both because both are impermanent. So if you're ruminating on something that's really good in your life, one, that can be helpful as you begin to kind of like strengthen your moods to look toward positive things or look toward the good. There's nothing like bad about that, but it has to come with the wisdom that that too is also not forever. So, you know, right now I'm in like a really good relationship and sometimes I'm like, wow, man, this is amazing. This is perfect. You know, whatever it is. And I have to remind myself that yes, in this moment, I can take a breath and feel that joy and really feel it and experience it. And also I can keep an awareness that this relationship will also end at some point. And it may not be breakup. That's kind of the cool part. It may not be breakup. Maybe it, maybe it will be when I die, like whatever. And eventually I will have to let it go. And if I just keep that mentality, it also makes me cherish what's here. It makes me cherish this moment. It makes me want to be present with my partner because who knows? Who knows what the future is going to bring? You know, we all know these wisdoms. We all know that something can end at any moment. We all know that we can die at any moment, but we don't actually like know it in our soul. We kind of know it logically. We know it because we've heard it so many times, but to know it in your soul, I don't know. There's a way in which it changes how you want to live. There's a way in which it changes how you want to be in your day-to-day -day moment and, you know, moment by moment experience. And I think it's an important shift. Personally, it has been very important to me. It has given me the ability to, I don't know, really take in goodness and experience it. And it's given me the ability to let things go when I need to let them go without clinging for too long. I mean, we all know we all have probably held on to something longer than we needed to. And this can be people, this can be jobs, this can be stories, this can be um, habits, this can be, you know, it's like it runs the gamut. And so to practice redirecting your mind just gives you the power. It gives you the power back. You get to control where your mind goes. It's not like 
it just happens. Like it feels like that because the mind is so habituated. But you actually can practice something else and you actually can train the mind to redirect into more wise and helpful places. A lot of people struggle with the mind or struggle with the breath um, because of trauma and because of other things. And so another thing that you can do is just get into your body. So I said walk and notice your feet, but you can also just begin to focus on a sensation you feel in your body. You can focus on your palms of your hands, your feet. Um, You can focus on literally the belly moving out and in as you breathe. You can bring it into the body too. Just anything that brings you back to present moment reality, something that is happening right now in this moment. I really feel like we will never regret attempting more and more to be here now. And it takes work and it takes practice, but I think it's such a worthy practice. And I really do think that we must remember that the breakdown is the breakthrough. So we have to catch ourselves getting caught by a mood or getting caught by a storyline or talking negative about somebody. We have to catch ourselves doing the behavior that doesn't make us feel good and then say, you know what? I'm going to practice this redirection thing. Where's my breath? Or don't let your mind follow moves. I kind of like am saying like singing this as a joke, but it really works. (laughs) Don't let your mind follow moves. You can control where your mind goes. Don't let your mind follow moods. You can control where your mind goes. You actually can. And I think it is one of the worthiest practices that we can do in this life. Okay. Y'all, that's all. <laughs> this podcast ended up being way longer than I thought it would, but that's cool. I always appreciate when things actually arise for me to speak to. Um, people always ask me, like, do you write a script? And I never write a script. I always just think about something that I'm being currently inspired by or something that occurred in my, you know, moment life, my present moment life. And I just like turn on my podcast and talk about it. So that's also why there, you know, there's mess ups. There's also why I lose train of thought sometimes. There's also why it's like, this is just a very human podcast. And for all of you folks that actually listen and keep listening, deep, deep bows to you. I am, you're the reason I keep doing it. So thank you. Um, and the people that reach out to me and share how it's impacted them. Thank you. It's like, talk about some juice for the battery. It's like massive juice for the battery. Um, cause as you guys know, life gets in the way and it's not always easy. You know, I don't get paid to do this podcast, so sometimes it's not easy to make it a priority, but knowing that there are people that listen and knowing that it matters to them is like really impactful to me. So thank you to everyone who reaches out and thank you to anyone who has ever rated and reviewed this podcast. You know, that's how it gets seen and heard about and, and also if you share it. So if you're ever, you know, inspired by something that's here, please share it. It's, you know, it's so individual what inspires us, but if it inspires you, 
you know, pass it along if you feel called. No pressure ever. Um, okay, that's it. Happy Saturday, and I look forward to next time.